guys, so this is the third episode of Midnight Talks Podcast. This is your host, Ariansel and Bindi. <laughs> so we're going by our real names now. Yeah, I think people know it's us mm-hmm. by now. The reason why we put on nicknames is because we were trying to be anonymous, but really, no, everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. knew. <laughs> They're texting me saying, like, we want more podcasts. Mm-hmm. How, do you, like, have people texted you? Yeah, people have been replying to our, our stories and being like, oh my god, it was so cute. Yeah, friends who haven't texted me in a long time mm-hmm. also texted me Same. saying, like, they want, you know, they're really loving it. Yeah, okay, I have a question. When you hear yourself, right, in the previous videos... Do you like the sound of your voice? You know what? People have told me that we have really good podcast voices. Oh, really? Yeah. But I feel like when, when whenever we're together, we just start copying each other's, like, without knowing it, mm-hmm. we sound like each other. Mm-hmm. No, I was listening back to our videos, and we kind of sound really similar. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, though. I don't know. I Do you like your voice, though? Do you want me to be honest? Mm-hmm. I took some of your things, mm-hmm. like, you know, that American accent, the kind of joke, kind of mm-hmm. humorous side, whereas you took my kind of BSU British accent, kind of like the tone of how you say things. Like, you say, like, tone like I do. Yeah. You finish your sentences like how I did. I think we're just adapting. Adapting to each other. But it's good. It's really fun. Yeah. We love it. So our first topic for today is losing your 20s to pregnancy. Oh, yeah. So it's we have big issue. We have noticed a lot of girls are getting pregnant. Yeah. And we, we've been talking about this, like, since forever. Mm-hmm. Basically saying how we don't want to be pregnant and how most of the people that we know are getting pregnant. And they're, like, 20, 19-year-olds, which is crazy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's okay to get pregnant. Like, we're not saying it's bad or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think the important thing is first living your 20s, you know, without the responsibility of having a children. Because it's a lot of responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. You're literally giving... I wouldn't say giving your life away, but you're giving birth to a new life. So now you are responsible for that life Mm -hmm. and that child. Like raising a kid, I mean, we don't know, but (laughs) no experience, but it probably takes a lot of money, energy, time. Mm -hmm. And so instead of, you can do that in your 40s and 50s, you know, but your 20s is where you're supposed Mm -hmm. to feel... Yeah. I don't know, but I guess everyone's view on this but is different. Also, like, I think it's very glorified, you know, having kids and starting a family. Like, when you're so in love at 20, everything is just so romanticized. Yeah. Like, it's everything's on a high. So you fall in love with the idea mm-hmm. of, you know, marrying that person and having kids with that person. And you think it's going to be fine. But in reality, girls have it way worse because you are giving birth and you're pregnant and you are stuck to that child. And that child is now yours. Mm-hmm. And you feel this kind of bond where you basically put them first and not you first. So your life yeah. changes completely. I mean, you know that from... Yeah, my sister. And I saw it with my own eyes and how my sister, she gave birth when she was 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And then she gave her second birth like a few years later. And then the third child literally nine months after giving birth she got pregnant again so she from the age of 21 and she's now 29 it was all about kids like she had stopped work and was completely taking care of the kids feeding the kids you know feeding the family and taking care of her husband so she did not have time for herself and i really saw how it affected her mm-hmm. and it ma- it taught me a lesson okay bindi you are not doing that <laughs> We are not getting pregnant before no. the age of 26 or 27. Yeah, like, I think 
I don't know, but I guess for other ki- like people, they think that, like you said, it's very glorified. They think it's like a way to be mature. But mm-hmm. I think it's really important to balance out your priorities. And also, choose the baby daddy very wisely. Because mm-hmm. I've seen some baby daddies with my friends and they are the worst literally some, i know i don't i don't understand how girls will accept them though i know. still end up accepting them i know just okay let's talk about cheating though mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell a story of um this friend that i had she's an ex-friend and she is the most gorgeous right beautiful intelligent so wise mm-hmm. and she had the ugliest boyfriend i mean what ever. is up with a pretty girl dating ugly guy i know <laughs> And let me just tell you, that ugly boy cheated, right? Oh my! And she took him back. It, the it, audacity. It, it didn't make sense. The audacity. She could have. I think it's also because Mongolia is very limited. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. Mm. We always say, I don't know if I should say this, and then we just spill the tea. That's just our our way. There really is a very limited amount of people here. Mm-hmm. So I think girls is like, whatever guy I can get, mm-hmm. I'll get. I don't think they're actually in love with them, but they're just in love with the idea. Mm-hmm. Because it's just their first romance and their first real relationship. It's just how it works, I guess. Do you have any advice, though, for girls that might be going through this? Just really plan out how you want to live your life. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Focus on yourself. Put yourself first. Don't like romanticize the idea of you and your significant other or your partner's lives like your future and having a baby and marriage because that's not really what life is about Mm -hmm. but also think about it though if you do have a kid you want to be in your best position to raise Mm -hmm, that kid i love how we speak as if we have all these experiences i know so professional yeah we talk about like being like so good with gold diggers get that bag marry someone rich okay that's another thing would you marry someone that makes more money than you in the future oh i mean i guess i would but it just depends is that person cocky Mm -hmm. is that person's ego high are you selfish with your money that's Mm -hmm. the thing and i need to look at a person and their morals and then kind of accept it. Because you're falling in love with a person, not a materialistic goods or like an extra, you know, thing that is money. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you, you said you wanted to, like, we were talking about it when we were walking my dog and how you want, just want to reinvent yourself and just kind of change yeah. yourself. I think I went through what you went through last year. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to change myself in a good way, though. Mm, okay, so to recap what happened in 2020, I had this complete transformation i had a complete spiritual physical mental like change that was one of the best things that could have happened to my life yeah from Mm. last year you're like a different person i think oh okay let me ask a question though Mm -hmm. before we talk about you what are some things that you notice that i've changed you don't care as much to be so people pleaser Mm. i don't know how else to say but we were just such so young yeah we were we were basically validating ourselves on people's opinions yeah and people's opinion mattered more than ours Mm -hmm. and so now yeah it's so bizarre but now I've seen that you're kind of just very carefree. You're like, I really could care less. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like vibing right now with life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that really like is a reflection of like what you want to be, right? Yeah. Like what you want to be. I think I also want to go through that phase of just kind of letting the negatives 
pass by Mm -hmm. and bringing more positive into my life. And that's also another important thing is like surrounding yourself with people who you want to be like mm. is really important that I realized so far. There's something that you always say. I think it's like whoever the five closest people that you hang out with. You're like them or something. Yeah, they describe you're, you're you or represent you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think what really made me change was because I was just really tired of the way that I was living mm-hmm. and how exhausted i was mentally physically like i would work out every single day because people would tell me some things about my body right i worked out because they i didn't want their opinions oh my god do you want to share that story about how you got body shamed oh my god that never was never Mm -hmm. so we filmed a podcast episode and i think it was way too raw and very close to home mm-hmm. for me that we didn't want to upload it but it, i'll share the story now mm-hmm. and it's basically of the time where i got body shame it led to me really really in a bad mental state it was during senior year so a year and a half ago and we were taking graduation photos as a class and then there were these two sisters and then we were taking a group photo like a graduation photo in the assembly and then the younger sister like goes oh i want to stand next to someone fat so i can look skinny Mm. i'm gonna stand next to bindi Mm -hmm. and then she stood next to me yeah every single one of my classmates heard her say that but you know who didn't you me (laughs) you know i'm dead like Mm -hmm. i don't hear like i genuinely can't hear yeah no seriously i think i have selective hearing problems and i have selective reading problems too (laughs) (laughs) and then so basically i didn't hear what was going on and then after the photo shoot ended my friends were like talking like very whispering like they had that look in their eye and i was like what's going on like let me in what's going on i want to hear what's happening and then they're they weren't telling me at first and then they said did you hear and i'm like hear what like i can't hear anything i was just so in the moment and then my um friend says that person said this about you and then immediately i just like tears coming out of my face Mm -hmm. i just i felt this heat in my body like Mm. this just warmth like like it just hurt right like a different type of hurt it was a different type of hurt and a heated moment and i don't know there were a lot of people comforting me but then again those comforts really didn't mean anything because i was just in such like a really bad mental state then Mm -hmm. what makes my blood boil is like girls bullying other girls mm-hmm. when it should when it should be like praising each other and i guess it's a reflection of her insecurity as well mm-hmm. you know what yeah I mean? it is like that's the one thing that i learned as well now i don't really think of her as like a bad person mm-hmm. i just think of her as she had a lot of insecurities yeah that's why she took it out on me mm-hmm. because a lot of what we do or say or our opinions of others is a reflection of ourselves Mm-hmm. that's very philosophical but that's mm-hmm. just how i that's think true. so if you hate on somebody you see something that, that you don't have that you yeah. want or not even that just something that you don't like about someone is something that is triggering to you and something that happened to you in the past mm-hmm. and we don't even know it it's everything goes really deep and everything happens for a reason I yeah believe. and the difference between us is that when you were young you were always skinny right mm-hmm. and i was always like chubby mm-hmm. and so once you're a chubby kid you're always a chubby kid like mm-hmm. even if you lose weight that insecurity like for me especially is still there like mm-hmm. i could lose 30 40 pounds mm-hmm. and i'll but, still be yeah. insecure like i'll still wear black clothes to make myself look skinnier mm-hmm. or like you know when you like pull mm-hmm. your shirt like that I'll, I'll always do that yeah i was never like the fat one but it was during my senior year and I 
binge ate, like stress ate a lot. It was every single day, like college applications and just not knowing where life was taking me. You took comfort in food. I took comfort in food. Mm -hmm. So I would eat over like 2,000 2,000 calories. calories a day. Mm-hmm. I had oh chocolate God, in my backpack and I'll finish. Like, <laughs> she had it on the go. <laughs> I had it on the go. So yeah, that would happen. I would eat ice cream, like three ice creams. I would mm-hmm. have like two plateful of food. And sometimes I would stress eat over the fact that I'm even eating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's such a toxic mindset. Such a toxic mindset. Or sometimes I'll have one bag of Oreo, right? And I'll be like, oh shoot, you know what? Let's just make it a binge day eat. <laughs> Let's just eat everything instead. Yeah, I get it's that. It's so bad. Or I'll be like, it's you know what? So Let's bad. eat it now so that tomorrow there's nothing to eat and so I can start my actual <laughs> yeah, diet. That's, that happens. Yeah. And that, that leads to an eating disorder too. And yeah. I know, I'm not sure if you want to speak about it, but I have also had mm-hmm. an eating disorder. And it was so to a point where after that experience, I literally could not eat anything. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, food made me so scared. I wanted mm-hmm. it. It was basically like a teenage love drama. I wanted it so bad, but I couldn't have it. Yeah, eating disorder is a really serious problem. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. But yeah, I have I know that that experience meant to ha- it was meant to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Because it helped me get over my problem of just caring what other people say and what other people think. Yeah, speaking of, how do you, when you went through the change of people-pleasing, how did Mm -hmm. you change that? Okay, so how I overcame my people-pleasing was, um, first of all, knowing why I was doing it. I was scared that if I spoke up for myself or said my opinions, first of all, that they wouldn't like me. That was my number one. And then that led me to thinking, why doesn't that person like me? Or why does that person spread fake rumors about me? Yeah. And that made me think, okay, first of all, these fake rumors were not true at all. But why do I care about these rumors? So basically, I had no opinion of myself and self-validation, self-worth, nothing. It always came from other people's opinions. And a lot of the time, strangers and people that I don't really know. Because why do I care what that person is talking about me and spreading fake rumors? Mm -hmm. It comes from no factual evidence or factual base. And if that person talks shit about me or starts a fake rumor or says something about my body and body shames me, it's a reflection of them basically, not a reflection of myself. And that's what I learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that really helped me overcome it. So another topic is questions that guys are too afraid to ask girls. Oh, okay. Right? You've seen the questions, but I haven't. The first question is, are eyebrows really that big a deal? Yes. Yes. Eyebrows shape your face. It literally have does. you seen like celebrities without eyebrows or whatever? Mm-hmm. They're like a totally new person. Disgusting aliens, like <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> okay, third question. Why do you always go for bad boys? Oh, I can say it. It's just Spill what it. we were cultured to think. Society. It's society. Girls are normalized to think that they should be the mother in a relationship, how they should be wifey material. So we have this like competition in our heads that's very subconscious and we don't even know what we're doing. So we're attracted to fuckboys mm-hmm. because they seem unachievable. So like, it's because like girls want to change them. They find yeah. it exciting, thrilling, you yeah. know what I mean? And they just want to be that teen romance movie that mm-hmm. changes the F-boy, you know? And the friend zone is that one area that all guys want to avoid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why pe- guys are like asking that kind of question because they just don't want to be in the friend zone because they end up choosing the bad guy. I know. Okay, speaking of the friend zone, do you believe that guys and girls can be friends? No. <sighs> Okay. I mean, come on now. Explain why. I think 
there's always a situation where one of them gets in the feels and they're like this escalated to something more mm. you might not know it but one of them might be thinking that in the back of their head okay fourth question is it really that hard to decide where to eat the first date or whatever is such a crucial step to knowing mm-hmm. what type of the guy what type of guy he is he is mm-hmm. you better take that girl on a very nice first Fancy date. restaurant, please. Mm-hmm. Don't Imagine go- they take her to like McDonald's drive-thru. Bitch, I'm out. And he has the audacity to be like, you got money? <laughs> Just straight up to Burger King. Okay, so we're going to have the zinger set? Like, <laughs> we good? <laughs> okay. But no, first date etiquette. Guy should always pay for the girl. And I mean this in the most feminist way possible. Mm-hmm. And I don't... Do you expect us to always make the first move? Yes. <laughs> and I will say yes. What's the proper answer to, does this just make me look fat? Oh my god. Okay, so ladies are very insecure about their appearances. I mean, mm-hmm. let's admit it. And so, I would say be honest, but at the same time, like, boost her up, man. Like, Yeah. I mean, if you call your girlfriend fat, then like, fuck you. Remember that video of Ryan Higgins? Mm-hmm. I was I was gonna say the cow goes moo. <laughs> if a guy does that to you, mm-hmm. what would you do? Oh, I would be really mad if the guy like called me fat or if I asked, do I look? I would never ask my boyfriend if I look fat in the dress. Yeah, me Either too. Way, I don't want to know, I don't, I don't wanna know <laughs> the answer. <laughs> oh, as Ryan Higa said, a cow goes moo. Mm-hmm. I loved Ryan Higa. He was though. really the. He was my childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I st- does he even make videos still? I think he's just super rich from the old videos that he made in 2010, so Mm. it's fine. Okay, we already went through this, but can we split the bill? I would say first date, no, but kind of like, okay, so this is what girls should do. Mm -hmm. On your first date, if a guy asks you, like, you know, a guy shouldn't even ask you, by the way, but you should kind of propose, oh, you want to split it? And your guy should say no. I'll take care of it. I got it. That's what he should say. If he doesn't, and if he asks to split the bill, then you pay for that whole fucking dinner. (laughs) And just leave. And then leave and never text the guy again. You pay for his dinner and then leave. As you should. And then for the second date, I would actually split the bill. Or I would offer to pay. Yeah. That's, I think, because that's what I would do. Because I think also girls valuing their time. Like, you took this much out of my time, (laughs) so pay for it. (laughs) But I think splitting the... I mean, in a relationship... The guy just feels obligated to pay, and mm-hmm. I like it. But there are yeah. some moments where a girl should pay. Why do you take so long to put on makeup? Okay. Guys who shame girls for putting oh, on makeup. I can't. I can't. It's a turn off. It makes us feel so confident Dude, let when me we're tell you, makeup. I will say this again. We do not put makeup for you. Oh, no, we don't. We put it for ourselves. Yes. And from the attention of young girls yes. and others to be like, damn, she's kind of cute. Yeah. Like, it's that confidence that it gives us not to yeah. pl- please you. I literally put on makeup at like 10 p.m. just to take pictures and for me and I never upload them. Mm-hmm. It's just for myself because I want to feel beautiful. I want to yeah. feel pretty. As we should. Exactly. Yes. There's and nothing. also another thing is girls, you know how they say, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not the type of girl to put on makeup makeup i just put on mascara and that's it like i don't wear much makeup it's low-key shaming other girls for wearing makeup Mm. like they always say oh yeah i'm not the type of girl who wears makeup Mm. what the fuck do you mean like if you don't wear makeup that's totally fine but you should not subtly shame others for Mm. wearing makeup yeah that's not cool okay and the last question is are periods really that bad um depends on the girl because every single girl in this world is different yeah i know you don't have bad period cramps but i have on my first day of my period i get really bad cramps yeah the first two three days are the toughest i think Mm -hmm. 
but like just think about it like obviously it's gonna be really bad like imagine like a blood coming out of you mm-hmm. you know like you're literally bleeding yeah and not only that but you get like really bad cramps you know mm-hmm. and you get like your mood swings mm-hmm. but also when my- so i just looked at my phone as we were talking mm-hmm. and our podcast is at 99 downloads Soon to be 100. Soon to be 100. We'll post that 100. But we are at 99, which is crazy. I know. We just talk about how surreal it is that you guys listen and tune in. Mm-hmm. And we don't even repost it in our story like we did in our second episode. Yeah. We just put it out there and that was it. I mean, I can't believe we're even doing this to begin with. I guess that's it for today. We talked a lot today. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Tune in every single Friday. We'll post I'm not sure we don't have we don't have a specific time, but we'll post on Friday for sure. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. See ya! Bye.